Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the Frying Pan Podcast. Now, there are certain things that they said mankind would never do, like walking on the moon or, uh, you know, exploring the new world. And uh, the Frying Pan Podcast today celebrates a very special day, a day in which we reach double figures in our podcast. Uh, so welcome to the Frying Pan, episode number 10. I, I should add uh, in a, a rather sort of uh, disconsolate note that actually we have done 10 before this as we had a two-parter with a, with a, with a decimal point. So um, that negates the, uh, negates the previous intro. But nonetheless, uh, we, we're, on, we're on round 10 now. Uh, and that is something to be uh, certainly commended with the achievements of mankind of late. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by a friend and fellow writer, Rowan Kane. Rowan, how are you doing there? I'm doing well. Uh, it's very hot. Very humid. I'm not doing. There's no air conditioning right here, so I am. Uh, I'm sweating, and and it, you know it's hot out when you're wearing these kind of headphones that we're wearing, the kind of over ear kind, and your mm-hmm. ears are just starting to sweat. And when you get the ear sweat, ear sweat is a very very unique to to the more tropic regions. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm all right, but but hot. All right, but hot. You catch us at a, a transitionary moment as the weather in Spain is uh, on the way down and the weather in Indonesia, I believe, is on the way up. Is this correct? Yeah, we're getting into the, not quite the rainy season, but the rainy season is, is approaching and the rainy season here is the, the summer, the technical summer, um, so southern, summer in the, in the southern hemisphere. So it is, it is heating up if it wasn't already hot. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. Uh, having come from the summer here, which was charmless, to say the least, um, I, uh, I can only wish you the best. Uh, at the moment, we have uh, also a large degree of humidity due to the um, storms coming in off, off the Atlantic, which means it's humid as, uh, to excuse my French, humid as fuck here also, uh, which has brought a plague of flies and mosquitoes with it, which is joyful. Um, I'm, I, I assume this will also be the case uh, where you are. Yeah, as soon as, it's, as soon as it rained once. It rained a couple of weeks ago. It hasn't really rained much of late, but uh, it rained a couple of weeks ago and all the buggers came out. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's a week. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know it. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us wherever you're listening from. And today we're uh, going to look into, the, again, the first of possibly a two-part series about language. Uh, this... Uh, in in the name of progress, this part did not merit a decimal point as uh, the the last two parter did merit. But um, we'll see how we go. And today we're going to be talking about uh, probably one of the defining factors of the moving abroad experience, which is uh, language. Um, and I think on the first part we're going to talk about the language of Rowan's chosen destination, Indonesia. Um, tell me, Rowan, just before we go into this, what's your what's your background in in you know languages? What 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 did you know um, from school well, English. onwards? English. Uh, but uh, I've I studied French for six years, um, and I actually, I'll, well, I'll come back to that a little bit later, where my French is gone. But studied French for six years in school, uh, so have a decent control of that language. Not nothing near fluent but enough to kind of get by, uh, and um, dabbled in Spanish a little bit, uh, just because hmm. I visited Spain a couple times and the languages are close. So, but I think I think I've I've fallen back on uh, 
pero, but, like, uh, si, pero, yes, but, si, pero, uh, and a couple other uh, uh, pretty mundane, mundane phrases. Okay. Excellent. So, um, I mean, well, to be quite honest with you, the uh, language, g give us a little background about what the, uh, the, the language of Indonesia, I believe you have some sort of one that unites the lot, is that correct? And then yeah. uh, a, a ridiculous volume of, of smaller languages. Yeah, so there's hundreds of regional languages, um, but the, the lingua franca um, of mm. Indonesia is called Bahasa Indonesia. And uh, it, well, Bahasa means language. Uh, so when you say the French language, when you, when you say French, when I'm speaking French, I'm speaking Bahasa Prancis. Um, but it's a, it's a um, Malay. It's from, from, the, from the Malay. Uh, it's a Malay dialect uh, that is Malay is in Malaysia. Um, so most of the, most of the, uh, the people around Indonesia are Malay, um, at least ethnically speaking. Uh, and it was a trader language uh, for a while, basically just the, the language of business and the local the local uh, local people had didn't really speak it at any real level um, until uh, the 1920s uh, when the Indonesian nationalism uh, Indonesian nationalist movement <clears throat> became uh, stronger and they needed uh, something to to unite all the different different uh, disparate languages. So they came up mm. with, uh, in Bahasa Indonesia. Uh, and it's actually a really <clears throat> unique language, um, in that it's very, very easy to learn. Uh, it's, it's pretty basic. The grammar isn't difficult at all. There's no tenses to speak of, um, which is for someone who, who has taken French or stu studied French or Spanish, even it's, it's the tenses is, is, is the worst. The tenses are the worst bit. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, so, they're joy, pure joy. Yeah. So there's no tenses. Excuse me, Jesus. That's the that's from the beer. That's um, ah, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, and there are um, so there's no tenses, and there's words from a lot of different languages that have been included. Um, so the Portuguese were the first ones here um, to trade in in these isle, isles in the 15th, 16th century. Um, so uh, words like bicycle. Are uh, it's uh, uh, Zapata, uh, which I think is close mm. to the to the Spanish as well. Uh, shoe is sapatu, uh, sapatu, sapatu, uh, which is again uh, pretty much Spanish. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There Did not are know that. for 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 histo other historical reasons, namely that it was a Dutch colony for four hundred years, or parts of it were Dutch colonies for four hundred years. Uh, there are tons of Dutch words. So uh, refrigerator uh, is kulkas, which is the same in in Dutch as it is in Indonesian, kulkas. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, wasthoffel, uh, which is uh, sink, is the same. Wasthoffel, washing table, literally. Um, and uh, a, a bunch of others. Basically everything that has to do with a car is Dutch as well. Uh, if, if you think what came here when the Dutch, what, what did the Dutch bring with them? Anything that the Dutch brought with them is, has a Dutch or even English name. Um, and there's the, uh, almost every word that has the, the suffix T I O N. So shun is, is, uh, like potential 
uh, is mm. potentie, uh, which is a, another Dutch word. Um, uh, complication is complicatie. So there's, mm. there's, there's, it's, it's very easy to, to pick up certain things. Um, okay. Where it gets really difficult is, or not really difficult, but the most difficult part is, uh, there's no tenses, but there's suffixes, or there's, there's prefixes to a lot of words. So there'll be root words, and then to make the word a verb or to make the word a noun, you'll put a prefix. Um, uh, so the M-E prefix, M-E or M-E-N, uh, or M-E-N-G prefix, um, signifies a verb, and the P-E uh, uh, prefix um, signifies a, a noun. Uh, there's also ter, which is like the most. So uh, baik is good, and ter baik is the best. Um, oh, okay. Uh, you got your comparatives and your superlatives and everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 not difficult, but that's where it kind of gets a little complicated. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's the best summary I can give. Yeah, no, that works so well. Um, did you speak any of this beforehand? I mean, I know you spent some time in Holland before. Did that help at all? A little bit with with some of the um, some of the the Dutch words, but not not significantly at all. I when I was in the Netherlands, um, so the last time I went to the Netherlands, right before I came here, I studied a bit and uh, kind of did a not intensive course, but I, I kind of made a made a a point to study it <clears throat> so i would i put sticker notes on everything around the house to make sure i to kind of remember stuff so on a chair i put the word cursey which is chair uh in the in the drawer in the uh the the silverware drawer i put sendok which is spoon garpu which is fork and whatever the hell knife is um yeah, uh, fair enough. yeah, and so did that, and uh, and learned kind of the basic verbs, and and now and uh, and, and pronouns and stuff. Um, hmm. So yeah, so I, I didn't didn't know a whole lot before I came here, but I, I did do a little bit of studying before before arriving. All right, cool. How is your? Well, I mean, the, the sort of million dollar question is how is your your Bahasa Indonesian at the moment? Is it? Uh, are, are you on a sort of conversational level? When you go to the shops, what do you speak in? I, I'll, I'll do Bahasa. I'll, 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 I'll speak in Bahasa. Um, and so not to, not to toot my own horn, but people are surprised at how good my Bahasa <laughs> is for the length of time that I've been here. Uh, a Great. lot of that is I think I can just do the accent pretty well. And, okay. and I, I can I – can, the way I, I speak, I've been I've been able to kind of pick up on like the intonations, and I can roll my R's. Like cursey, uh, the chair cursey is cursey, so there's a little bit of a roll uh, on the R, and and uh, uh, to understand is I'm just showing off now, but to to, uh, to understand is uh, mungati, so there's like a there's like a little roll, and and the the ng is difficult can be difficult as well to pronounce, but I've gotten most of the the difficult the difficult, the relatively difficult pronunciations down. So I think that is, that's what kind of impresses people more than actually, actual my, actually my, my vocabulary, which is not very big. Still, you're going to be in a fair minority of like Westerners that can speak any Bahasa whatsoever, apart from ordering beer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the, the Westerners that I hang out with, the, the boule is the term. 
for Westerner here. Uh, the Westerners I hang out with, a lot of them can speak Indonesian because they've been here for a while um, and are kind of based here, generally speaking. Uh, but there are guys that have been here for ages and can't speak a lick or, or have awful accents and, and can barely can barely um, can barely get out get out a sentence. Actually, it's really funny. One one of the guys that's lived here longest, he's actually a, the uh, a principal at one of the local schools, <clears throat> the one of the local like semi international schools. He's mm. from he's from down by Bournemouth. Uh, Is this like Bournemouth, UK. England? Bournemouth, England. Yeah. And he uh, he he can speak Bahasa pretty well, but his accent is just British. Like there's mm. no it, it's 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 the it's the classic British just kind of trying to anglo anglicize everything and 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 not conforming to the uh, and just keeping your accent, not even trying to 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 drop into the into the the intonations of the local language. Yeah, it's fantastic. We have that here too, which is epitomized most by David Moyes, the manager of Real Sociedad and formerly of Manchester United, whose yeah. attempts to speak Spanish are so tinged with Glaswegian that um, it, it's like there's not even any point in him trying to speak it like one bit. Um, I'll, I'll have to put up some video of a recent press conference actually where he was discussing his transfer policy. Which was fantastic, um, but yeah, and I don't understand how people never they, they they I think British people especially don't make an effort really a lot yeah, of the time. I'm 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 going to put you on the spot here. Can you do an impression of David Moyes speaking in Spanish? Yeah, I can. Um, what was it? Necesito más jugadores eh, por la nueva eh, temporada. It was it was like this, uh, which I think was sort of tran- translates as like we need some more players for for like this, for the for the for the next uh, the new game, or um, yeah the new the new season, and it went on like for a while, and um, I, I I don't know, I, he's up in the Basque country as well, which is which is fantastic because they don't really speak. I mean, it's not Spanish isn't even the first language there, so people right. must uh, really love him. Plus, he's not winning any games too, but yeah, it's. Uh, like that kind of thing that doesn't really fly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's something that I think is just uh, kind of uniquely, uniquely British as well. Uh, our anglophonic at, uh, at the very at the very least, the very least. Um, final question about uh, Indonesian. When you um, when you're traveling about, when you're going to Jakarta, you uh, you speak in in Bahasa, yeah. Yeah. So um, this is something that yeah. I'd never quite understood. It was like, um, obviously in Britain, when you travel around fundamentally with a couple of fairly notable, but not huge exceptions, uh, everyone speaks English. And the idea of like traveling to someone in your country where the first language isn't English. And I, I do reckon that obviously Welsh and Gaelic are spoken to some degree, but when in, in a very minor sense in comparison to English in general. And in America, for example, you really have American or possibly Spanish. But the idea of kind of going to another part of America and people not being able to speak English is quite unthinkable. Um, is this the, um, the same kind of thing in Indonesia? To an extent, yeah. So, so you go into the – in the cities, the cities are all pretty well – well indonesianized uh it's pretty if if you go into a city people are going to speak indonesian 
Um, but the further you get into the countryside and the kampungs, which is the villages, um, the more and more people just speak their local language. Uh, so if you go into the middle of Java, in the middle of nowhere in Java, they're going to be going to be speaking Javanese. Um, if you mm-hmm. go up into the hills in Bali or <clears throat> even down south, uh, it's going to be Balinese or English even. Uh, they just skip over mm-hmm. the Indonesian entirely. Um, uh, and there, there are so the big the big regional languages are uh, Javanese, which is is uh, Sanskrit based. Uh, so I think there's it's closer to like Hindi and, and that kind of stuff than than, than anything else. Um, and the same with with Balinese, which is the Hindu Balinese or Hindu. So there, there's the Sans, uh, Sanskrit base as well. And those are those are difficult languages because they have levels. I think Javanese has like five different levels of depending on who you're speaking to. So like the highest Oof. level is is among like the kings and the the priests, and then like the middle level is kind of the the normal people, I guess. I don't know. And then like they're regular low, folk. Yeah, and then like there's the low as well. In Balinese, I think there's three different levels, but I think in Javanese there's there's um, there's five. Uh, and then there's there's yeah. there's accent there's languages like Sundanese, uh, which is another jo- uh, another language in Java, um, Minang, which is which is in in uh, Sumatra, I think that's another language, and God knows how many their their languages are in like the middle of the porn, uh, Porneo jungle. There must be must be tons. So yeah, a whole heap of tons. Yeah. All right, what's your your one's Balinese? The one here, yeah. like the local language here, would be Balinese, yeah, yeah. But I don't, uh, I know that? like you two phrases. Um, okay. Yeah, I know like I know a couple of phrases. I don't, I would never need to use it um, because, yeah, I would just never need to, unless I was working like in a village in the middle of nowhere, um, which there aren't that many of here. But uh, I, I would it, only if I was working in a village would I need to would I need to learn Balinese? And Not even then, I wouldn't even, I would need to learn like the street Balinese, not the actual formal Balinese. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, no, it's a, an, I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're in a pretty unique situation anyway. Um, oh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, Bahasa Indonesian. What does it yeah. look like written? Latin. So that's, that's the great thing is, yeah, it's Latin. Um, okay. the, the, the Sanskrit based ones, I think, are like based on Sanskrit. I, I don't think when you write them, I don't think that's Latin. Uh, so that's the other thing that, that makes it really easy is that all the words you can just read the words normally. You don't have to learn a new alphabet. It's not like Thai or Cambodian or I guess Oof, Vietnamese yeah. is has like all the little accents and stuff. But uh, all those you need to learn a, a different alphabet. But but Indonesian. That's what makes Indonesian really like really easy. Is you can is you can hear the word you can say the word and you can also read the word pretty quickly and and, and pick it up. Yeah. yeah yeah only one one stage of translation rather than the kind of greek exactly into exactly. yeah and that's cool yeah and 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 the other thing that makes it really easy um is the the way the the language is spoken so unlike french or spanish where you have to kind of and I've, this is something i've kind of realized since speaking Indonesian is that in French and I guess to a certain degree in Spanish as well, you basically have to think of the whole sentence before you to think of, uh, you have to know what you're going to say before the sentence comes out because of, mm-hmm. because of all the, in French, the uh, liaison and how the words roll together and like how the tenses come together. So you have to kind of think of the whole sentence beforehand and then come out with it. Whereas in Indonesian, 
it's much more kind of, it's much more like English where you can kind of think word by word and and you can think of the next word kind of without having to go back and and change everything. Um, oh, so that makes yeah. it, that makes it pretty easy as well. Always comes down to it. Fucking French. Never made it easy. Never made it easy for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Thank God we speak English though, right, Lou? Yeah. I mean, it's literally the one saving grace of every day. Uh, I think, wow, that is a fucking big relief. I could be from like, uh, what would be like a real, I mean, a really kind of, like if you're from like Hungary or Romania or yeah. anywhere in Scandinavia actually as well is yeah. quite um, limiting. Um, yeah. <laughs> just poof, having English is a winner. It is an absolute winner. And yeah, but at like least, the old... Uh, yeah, the old, the old, the old genes. Uh, but at least yeah. in, in, in the Scandinavian, Scandinavian countries, they have the resources to teach English from a really early age. So mm-hmm. that makes it pretty easy like as long as you're learning it by the age of like four or five even six or seven it it's not that difficult but once you get older once you get to like our age and try and learn languages then it gets then the 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 cerebral cortex or whatever the fuck it is in your brain starts to starts to deteriorate it just can't be bothered with it yeah i understand it's um no i i I do understand it's actually probably worse being from somewhere like italy like that's yeah. actually like probably the, the the sort of bottom of the barrel where you you can't speak to anyone else, but um, fundamentally your language is just important enough to get by in your own country for a while. But like Greece. until it's too late, Greece. Greece, good idea. Yeah, Greece. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, um, so you move you move back to America soon. Are you going to keep up your Indonesian? Uh, well, hopefully, because I'm hopefully be coming back. Uh, I'm not moving back. I'm just going back for the holidays. Um, Probably, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll be back uh, beginning uh, beginning of next month, so a couple of weeks. We'll hopefully continue the podcast from there. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'm gonna two months. I feel I'm not. I won't forget too much, but I'll try and I don't know keep up on some some little bit. Um, some level. Yeah, I, I mean I should be able to fall back kind of back into it. Maybe I'm being cocky, but it's not it's not too difficult. Oh, the the thing I wanted to say about about the French though is that as soon as I started as soon as I started. Uh, learning Indonesian, all my French went right out my head. Uh, mm. I, when I now, when I I've had to to speak or communicate in French a couple times uh, since I, since I've been learning since I've learned Indonesian or, or been learning Indonesian, um, and uh, when I try and speak in French, Indonesian comes out. So I'll start oh, okay. the I'll start the the sentence in French. So like, je suis da da da, and then I'll say je suis, and then I'll say an Indonesian word or say three Indonesian words in a row, or and not realize it, or know that I'm saying Indonesian, but just say fuck it and and and, and continue on. So yeah, fascinating. It's like a broken jukebox. It is. It is. Like the the CDs have got on on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's only room enough for a certain enough. You know, it's quite a lot of info. Yeah, it's got a high high, high megabyte ratio as a language. You know. Yeah, there we go. I have I have a low megabyte brain, so we'll leave it. At hey, that. mate, I'm running on an Amstrad here, so don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Well, thanks very much for exposing the uh, the language of Indonesian to uh, pleasure. probably a, a clueless audience of myself, which is. Uh, 
yeah, as, as close as it gets when it comes to the Indonesian language. Uh, so, uh, well, go on. Do you have a, an expat experience of the week for me I this week? Do have a, I do have an expat experience of the week, and it's one after your own heart because uh, hmm. it involves loud noises waking me up at godforsaken hours in the morning. Hmm. Uh, it seems that there is a dog street battle going on in the alleyway <laughs> out in front of my house. Uh, and it, it's continuing right now. I, I don't know if, if the mic has picked it up, but there have been some, a couple. Some, yeah. Yeah, some, some, some skirmishes uh, this evening. Um, so the story goes, if you remember my, my un, un, unfortunate, um, uh, uh, yeah, my, the dog I was taking care of died. Uh, his mother uh, is kind of centrally located on this alley. And there's one dog from the um, from the homestay that we stayed at before, that we were living in before, um, that uh, is really small, but he's kind of cock of the walk. He, he, he doesn't take any shit, but he's kind of a pussy. Like, he he's, walks around like he owns the place, but he's a little thing. Like most little dogs do. Uh, think they think they kind of run shit when they're... Small man syndrome. Yeah. Small, but he, small dog syndrome. Small dog syndrome, yeah. But he, he is kind of tough and, and you can see he'll, he'll, he'll kind of chase you off if you, if you, if you fuck with him. Um, and then there's a couple new dogs from the other side of the alley. Um, so from down, down behind me. Uh, the, mm. the, the little dog who's named Blackie and his companion is Hitam, which means black in Indonesian. So there's two dogs, Blackie and Hitam, uh, which are, let's say, Blackie and Black. Anyway, um, yep. and then there's a couple other dogs from down this way that are, that are new, and they're kind of coming in on Blackie's territory. Uh, so Blackie and potentially on, on Rosie, which is the, the mother of my, the dog, that, the, the, the puppy that died, um, so they're competing for, I think, territory and, and uh, women or one, one woman. Um, so they were basically the, the, the shorter version of this is that they were barking the entire fucking night last night. I went to bed at 11. They were barking. And I woke up at about 5.15 with Blackie right outside my gate causing all sorts of hell. I go downstairs and there's like six dogs in front of my alley, in front of my gate, just kind of circling each other and like kind of growling at each other. And, 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 uh, it looked like the, the, the sharks and the jets from West Side Story. It's, it, I, I, yeah, exactly. I thought they were going to break out and snapping and, and, and maybe a, 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 a knife battle. Um, so all they needed fight. was opposable so, thumbs and some Levi jeans and they were yeah, exactly. all the way there. And some and some hair gel as well. Um, yeah. That so yeah, bad. that's my that's my expat experience of the week. What about you? You got how, how, did you, did you get, dog problems. No, it's dog uh, problems. it's a legit yeah. a legit a legit issue. That's uh, yeah to do with anything to do with sleep. I, I was detecting. Yeah, you are maybe slightly uh, is angst ridden the word when you uh, yeah. sort of bit of pent up frustration there for a night. Yeah. Uh, a night of no sleep, canine-induced yeah. no sleep, which is yeah, is not a not 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 fantastic. We have that too here, which we can go into in another time. Um, my expat experience week. Well, I haven't really uh, had a fairly quiet week. Spent the weekend in Salamanca, which uh, I, I can recommend to the listener as a very beautiful city where 
a good friend of ours, uh, Colin, is also applying his trade as a spreader of the Saxon tongue to Spanish people. Uh, but yes, it was very nice to go up to Salamanca, which is a charming university city. Um, and it is actually uh, in a way that Britain doesn't do on quite such regularity. It's, uh, it's interesting to see that a lot, of, a lot of Spanish cities are actually almost idyllic. And, and Salamanca is one of these cities. It's, it's, it's very, very beautiful and uh, very, very old. And um, much to my delight, has a plethora of Irish bars where you can buy Guinness, which is one thing that I really, really, really fucking miss um, about being uh, here in uh, Andalusia. It's uh, obviously hearty, stout is not the order of the day most of the time. But um, it, was, it was very nice to go up to um, uh, a fantastic ancient university town um, full of culture and uh, interesting activities and beautiful architecture. And obviously uh, all of these things mean a lot to Colm and I um, that we bypassed them all and got very drunk in a rock bar uh, and watched Scotland manfully scrape past Samoa at the rugby, which means we've qualified. Um, so that, that it was actually very enjoyable, an enjoyable weekend um, in which two British people spurned the storied culture of ages uh, in order to uh, drink the same beer as they drink at home uh, in kind of the same places as they drink at home uh, with similar people to how they, uh, in fact, the same people as they drink at home. And uh, the next day dealt with the same hangover as they have at home. And um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good weekend. Fantastic. Nice. Was it a little bit cooler? I'll do it again next. Freezing. Well, no. Uh, freezing isn't the right adjective. But um, colder than here. Chillier. Chillier. I see mm. chillier. Yeah. Yes. I'm not nice. even sure if, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, nice. was, uh, it was, it even rained, which was, which was Ooh. like not, which was good, which was, which was good. Talk about idyllic. So yeah, it was a nice, uh, mm, it was, it was beautiful. Uh, as I say, when you're sitting there with your head about to explode, you can watch the rain drip down the ancient citadel uh, and not experience it at all. It's as expat as an experience as you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Well, anyway, I think we'll, probably, uh, we'll wrap it up there. And um, again, Rowan, thanks for casting some light on the Indonesian language. Uh, next week, we will be going into the language which I speak uh, to a very low degree, uh, which is Spanish, uh, which many more of you will, will probably know. But the pros and cons and twos and fros of this, of this language uh, will be coming to you exclusively on the frying pan podcast um leaves me to say rowan thank you very much for joining me uh how can people get in touch with you should they so wish uh myself uh semi long stories uh which is uh my blog is late this week as it was last week uh, i'm not doing a very good job in keeping up on it but i am keeping up on it uh s-e-m-a-w-a-n-g stories.wordpress.com uh you can get to me on twitter at rlm kane R-L-M-K-A-N-E. I've actually been more more active on it because I've been bored and 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 been kind of just throwing some shit up on there. So uh, on 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 the Twitter um, and yeah, that's about it. What about yourself, Lou? How, how can people get in touch with you? Mm. Well, I mean, if they're not in the area, which I really doubt they are, 
Um, they can get in touch with me via the via the, via the magazine, which is talkingsoup.com. That is soup with you know uh, in the culinary sense of the word. Or they uh, can tweet me on Talking Soup magazine with an at in front of it. Uh, as always, if you're on iTunes, uh, rate the podcast, write a review, uh, lie if you think it's terrible, um, tell the truth if you think it's great. Uh, it all helps us keeping things ticking over, I believe. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please tune in again next week as we will delve into the world of the Spanish language. Uh, Rowan, thanks very much for joining me. Thank you, Lou. Have a good week. You too, Ron. Everybody else, adios, or hasta luego, as they say Sampai. here. Sampai jumpa. <laughs> Take care, buddy. See you later. And I'm down on my luck. Yes, I'm down on my luck. Well, I'm down on my luck. I'm hiding in Honduras. I'm a desperate man